everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Podcasting for Business. So I'm back. I've had a little break over the last few weeks. And part of that was um, I was on holiday and then I got the dreaded C word. I got COVID. And honestly, I was beginning to think that I was immune to it because this is the first time I've had it. But it absolutely wiped me out. And it's sort of inspired the episode that I'm talking to you about today indirectly that is because today we're going to be talking about pod fade and how to avoid the dreaded pod fade and one of the things I'm going to be talking about in how to avoid pod fade is being prepared and batch recording and of course that didn't happen for me the other week I had every intention of coming straight back from my holiday in Italy and getting straight into recording but of course I was ill, so I couldn't. So this is even more pertinent. And it's also a lesson for me this week too. But I'm going to be sharing with you five ways that you can avoid the dreaded pod fade. So let's dive straight in. So what the heck is pod fade? Well, pod fade is that terrible thing that happens when somebody starts a podcast and they give up less than 10 episodes in. And what that means is there's a huge discrepancy between the actual number of global podcasts that there are, which is just over 4 million now, massive rise since 2020, but 4 million podcasts globally. But actually, there's only just under 460,000 active podcasts. So what do I mean by active podcast? So that means that the way that it's categorized is if you have a podcast episode that has been released in the last 90 days, that is then classed as active. So 460,000, there are thereabouts, active podcasts. And it's growing all the time, obviously. But a lot of the reason why there's a huge discrepancy between that 4 million and that 460,000 is because people start a podcast and then give up. So I want to talk to you today and give you five ways that I believe that you can avoid pod fade. A lot of the discrepancy between the 4 million and the 460,000 active is also those people who just test it out and just do one episode to see whether they like it, or they might launch a trailer and then they just don't finish it or all sorts of things go on. But generally speaking, people start get really excited about launching and then give up less than 10 episodes in. So as I say, I'm going to talk to you about five different ways that I think that you can avoid pod fade because you don't start a podcast to give up on it, do you? You start it because you've got a reason for it. You want to do it for a reason. And the people that I work with are generally starting a podcast to help them to grow a business. So you don't do that for no reason. So Let's dive into these five ways that you can avoid pod fade. So if you're joining me live, please say hi in the comments. Let me know where you're tuning in from. Give me any questions that you have and I'll happily answer them. And if you're catching this on the replay, give me a hashtag replay in the comments. Okay, so number one, not having a clear plan. So lots of people succumb to pod fade because they don't have a clear plan and strategy before they launch. And that clear plan needs to include a few key things, namely the purpose of the podcast, like what it's about, who it's for, why you've started it in the first place. And of course, the big content pillars. What are the big things you're going to be talking about on the podcast? So you do need a plan in place as to what it's all about. Number two is a content plan. So 
I really don't want anybody starting podcasts without having a really clear plan of what their episodes are going to be at least for three months ahead. That doesn't mean you have to have three months worth of episodes done and finished and ready, but you need to have that plan. You need to know exactly what is coming up over the next at least three months. I mean, I love to get people to a position where they have six to 12 months ahead, but three months as a minimum is what I would say. So you need to know what that content is going to be. And that content needs to be aligned to what's going on in your business. Rather than just randomly creating episodes, you need to be getting strategic and thinking, what is coming up in my business and how can my podcast content help me with those goals? So have that content aligned to your business and have it aligned to your business plans. Okay, number three, batch recording. Now, some people absolutely love batch recording. Others hate it and they just can't stand it. And they feel that it takes away you know, any spontaneity. I don't agree with that necessarily. And yes, there are some podcasts that you can't batch, you know, so if you have guest episodes, for example, you can't always make diaries fit where you can do lots of them on the same day. But if you do solo episodes or it's you and um, a regular co-host, then you can batch, you can get ahead with your podcast. And the reason you do this is so that time isn't an issue for you because a lot of the reasons that people succumb to Podfade is when they've got a few episodes ready for the start and then they've not got a plan in place for how they're going to record future episodes. So batching ahead is going to help you with this. So you can see it almost waterfalls, doesn't it? Because if you've got your plan, you've got your strategy, you know the content that's coming, all you have to do is open your document where all of your episodes are and think, okay, so these are my next four episodes. I'm going to record those today. So it's much easier than opening up your laptop, starting to record with a completely blank screen, not knowing what's coming up. So have that plan so that you are able to batch record your episodes. The next one, number four, this is all about your systems. And again, some people roll their eyes at this because they hate that um, side of it. They they want to create the podcast. They want to be creative. They want to speak into the mic, but they don't want to get involved in all the detail of the systems behind it. But having a simple system in place for, for the workflow for your podcast is really going to help you. It's going to help you avoid that pod fade. And again, it's waterfalled. We know what content we're going to be producing. We know the episodes. We know when we're going to record them. And then we know when they're going to release. So a simple workflow, just detailing all the tasks that need to happen so that you can release your episodes, keeps you on track and makes things seem much simpler and doable. And you're definitely going to need a workflow if you've got someone on your team who is doing the podcast for you. And even if you're just doing it yourself, you need to know what's coming so you can keep up to date with everything. We're all busy people, aren't we? You know, something might get forgotten if it's not written down. So that's number four. And then number five, if you really want to avoid pod fade, think about working with a professional. Think about working with a professional producer who is going to help you to create that podcast concept from the start help you to figure out whether it's actually got legs, whether it's going to work and whether it's the right podcast that you need to be starting. They'll be able to help you to edit the podcast for content and not just the sound quality, you know, looking at it from a whole show perspective, holistically, rather than just editing. This is about looking at the at the show as a whole. 
So a producer is very different to an editor. I was doing a podcast audit with someone fantastic this morning and I was talking to her about the difference between podcast editor and a podcast producer because it is quite different. The podcast producer is much more involved in the whole show concept and you know what the what the goals of that show are and what you're going to be doing and they're going to help more with the content creation. So make sure that you work with a professional. If you know that you are somebody who's going to start a project and you don't see things through, like perhaps you're a big ideas person, but then you know you need huge accountability afterwards to keep something going, then working with a professional is going to be for you. And of course, you can come and work with us at the Podcast Boutique. We'd love to hear from you. And very happy to have um, a call with anybody who would like to think about um, working with us. You can book a call at thepodcastboutique.com. But they're the five ways that I think that you can avoid pod fade. So I'll just summarize them for you. So the first one is having a clear plan, including the purpose, who the podcast is for, why you're starting it, and some really key, clear content pillars. Number two, having a content plan in place that is based on your business plan and what's coming up in your business over the next few months. Number three, batch recording your episodes. Number four, having a simple system in place for the workflow of what actually has to happen to get your podcast out each week. And then finally, number five, if you want that accountability and that extra support, work with a professional. So I hope that has been useful. I don't want you to start a podcast and then give up because honestly, it's a fantastic way to reach people. One of my good friends, uh, I had a chat with her yesterday on Zoom and she's been completely deleted from Facebook and Instagram. And a lot of her business was on there and she's in the process of starting a podcast, which is great. And she's had one before, but I think Anything that we can do to reduce our reliance on social media as a lead generation tool is a good thing. You know, things are very up in the air with social. And I'm hearing every day about people who've been deleted from Instagram, deleted from Facebook, and they're not very easy to work with to find out why it's happened and to get it appealed and to get you back on. So let's reduce our reliance on social as much as we can. One of our big clients, um, she isn't on social media at all. In fact, I lie, she's only on LinkedIn, which I don't really strictly see as uh, social media necessarily. I know it is, but she's only on LinkedIn. She doesn't use Facebook or Instagram or anything else or Twitter. And she has a really successful podcast. So it's totally possible. So let's reduce our reliance on social media. Let's avoid pod fade. Let's have a plan. If you launched anything in your business, you would have a plan for it. You'd have a strategy. You would have goals. And the same has to be true for your podcast. You need to be prepared to put your time, effort and money behind it for it to be successful. So I will leave it there. As I mentioned just before, I actually did a podcast audit for a fantastic lady earlier on today. So if there's anybody who has a podcast already, maybe you're starting to fall out of love with it. Maybe you're getting frustrated with the growth of the podcast. Maybe you're you're not sure whether it's hitting the right people, whether it's reaching who you actually want to listen to it. Why don't you log on to thepodcastboutique.com and have a look at our podcast audits. I can give you some really clear 
um, hints and tips um, based on your specific podcast. So we work through exactly what it is you're trying to do with your podcast, what you're trying to achieve. And then I look at what's going on, what's working well, what needs some work. And I give you a really clear plan by the end of it of exactly what needs to happen to get to the goals that you that you have in place. And there we have it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing about how to avoid pod fade, because honestly, podcasting is such an amazing way to reach all of those dreamy, perfect, ideal clients and listeners. So why would you want to stop? Just get planned, get ahead, and let's get more podcasts out there into the world. Have an amazing week, everyone, and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye for now. Bye.